This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Hello and welcome to the Neighborhood Potluck. We are so happy to have you this holiday season. <laughs> oh, Mr. Joel Hilton, what have you brought here? Oh, look at that. You're making some homemade divinity. What a great choice. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dunn, what have you brought? Oh, honey, you just brought some Sprite. <laughs> I think a we could have done a little bit better there, but thanks for bringing something, honey. Shasta. Yeah. Did you say a three liter? <laughs> yeah. What, where are you getting a three liter Three liter of Shasta. You've never had Shasta oh, throw, three I, liter? I, it was Sprite, he said. Yeah. Well, it was lemon lime, actually. Yeah. Welcome mm-hmm. to Big Song. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. <laughs> We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show. Uh, the Hunger Games. Oh, you're That's changing right. voices to yeah, normal. I, figure, yeah, okay. I was going to say, yeah, it's just not going to stick forever. But The Hunger Games, uh, choose your own adventure game with Matt's. Uh, Surprise show. It was a f- definitely a, a fun thing to be involved in. I hope was you it fun, Zach? Matt, Matt, Matt. That was so funny. Uh, yeah, and honestly, the fun. response was right in line with that. Uh, but I did want to call out uh, at Crew Dutler on Twitter. Had some really funny gifts representing the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Uh, so check those out. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, but then Shane Hyatt said, congratulations to Joel and his wife. I've never laughed so hard while walking around Home Depot listening to something. <laughs> I could only hear. Thank you for making me look like a weirdo. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. I did kiss my wife, by the way, after that show. So just gross. Knock yeah. it off. At least once. Jonathan Vascar, who uh, celebrated a birthday last yes, week. Yes, he did. Have your birthday. Happy birthday. Me thinks the game was rigged. But yeah. That being said, I laughed frequently during the series of unfortunate events that unfolded in Kent's and Zach's work for Joel's glory. Yeah. I've talked to Matt's a few times since then, and I'm still kind of mad at him. I'm like, you're treating me like a friend right now? What about on the show, buddy? <laughs> I don't think it was rigged. We, we uh, took, it was so rigged. We took different paths. Uh-huh. If we did the same stuff with different results, that would have Joel, been Joel, roll a number. You're right. You survive. You win. Go. And, and you are falling right in line with by far my favorite comment from one of our favorite listeners, Verbus Vivum, who says the unmitigated bitterness of Kenny 3DD <laughs> took this episode to the next level and it still has not gone away. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, That's awesome. There's, there's a lot in Kent where we'll bring up something and be like, yeah, but what about this? <laughs> I couldn't let it go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that definitely was something to, fun to be a part of. I wish yeah. we had a video component to that episode Truly. just to see the inner workings of what was happening. It was pretty fun. Just the rage in my face. Yeah. Also, we have a new I Am The Listener patron. What? Wow. <laughs> We're so excited and confused. Yeah. Uh, Casey Cummings. Casey Cummings hey, Casey. is hey. a new I Am The Listener patron. He gets to sponsor an upcoming episode of Bacon Cell. He gets some merch. Uh, he gets access to Bacon Bits and behind the scenes content. And a shout out at the end of the show. Oh, speaking of merch. Yeah. We have some new Christmas shirts. Yeah, we do. On our, our tpublic.com slash Bacon Cell store. Deck the halls with boughs of t-shirts. Uh, and as well as another one, we have our uh, NES one yes. as well, where we did uh, that cover yeah. that you created. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get one of those. The yeah, uh, TV NES logo one. one, we're throwing that up. I'm yes. working on a Lego design as well. So the uh, Rush one has got to be there eventually. Yeah, I'll try. Bacon Celia yeah. is going to be up there. Bacon Celia. Yes. Might have gone one. live as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, look over at tpublic.com slash bacon cell for a limited time. They are on sale. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? Well, today we are gathering to uh, honor this, this. Other, honor this season. We're having ourselves a potluck advent calendar of Christmas treats. Listen, Zach, I wouldn't just bring lemon lime soda. I would also bring chips from the bag of bags. Bag, bag of, of bags. bags. I actually thought about the, putting you with chip duty. Yeah. Because on the chip show, I specifically <laughs> did like a potluck <laughs> thing as well. And you brought chips. No. So as it is the holiday season and we have, if you haven't checked out our Spotify playlist, we, we have a whole Christmas playlist you can yeah. listen to. We've talked about Christmas movies and we decided we were going to talk about Christmas treats today. <laughs> but when you say Christmas 
Christmas treats. It's like, a broad category. Okay, thank you very much. It's very non-specific because it's not like brands of things. No, it's more nostalgic-based treats. These these are snacks and treats and beverages that make you think Christmas. Yeah, and so we've compiled a list of twenty-four of these items. Wait, hold on, twenty-four. Like you know, twelve like, days of Christmas time too. Or an advent calendar. Or an advent, an advent calendar. That's right. It's our advent calendar of treats. Wait, so it's like every day we'll be opening something and giving them what? A tier one, two, or three. Yeah. Just like when you have a real advent calendar. Well, everything's tier three in a real advent yeah, calendar. True. Well, not the Lego ones. Oh, there's Lego There's ones. Lego ones. And every day you get a piece of the scene. $900. Yes. I bet. So we're going to have eight tier ones being the highest. We have eight tier twos and then eight tier threes, which are the lowest. And oh, this is our last show before our season finale next week, too. So we want to get at least one holiday themed show in. We celebrate Halloween for six weeks and Christmas for one. No, no. (laughs) We love Christmas so much, we take time off for it. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, we did twice as many James Bond shows as Christmas shows. (laughs) Got it. Sacred. Uh Yes. But our finale is next week and we're going to be going off the air. We'll be back in January, though. Don't worry. Yes, we will. A couple weeks off to probably recap from uh, all these treats that we've eaten. Before we begin with our official list, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw out a surprise Zach Tech honorable mention oh. to two very special treats in my life Go on. that are not on this list because they signal the start of the season. There are two commercials, gentlemen, that I have to see every year. And I saw it, luckily, when I was watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and that is the M&M. When the M&Ms are walking in, yeah. and they say, they say, he's real. They, they, he does they do exist. exist. They, they do exist. exist. They pass out. It's, it's been on so long that it's like do in they the four by three ratio. Yeah. I saw yeah. it again this year. The other one? Hershey Kisses? The Hershey Kisses Bells. Dad, the Hershey Kisses Bells. You know, they tried to change that recently. People freaked out. Nope. Shout out to those two really generic candies that go anywhere. But yes. I love those commercials, and, and I just want to When they come in the little candy canes, well, and they're, they're adorable. There are certain things that kind of hit that nostalgia button and get you in the holiday spirit. Yes. I think for some people, it's music. Some people listen to Mariah Carey right as soon as you know mm-hmm. October's over. Some people, it's those commercials. And some people, it's these candies. It, you it, eat them, and you're like, Christmas. It's time. Speaking of, let's get our list started with candy canes, specifically the peppermint ones. The classic candy canes, the beautiful symmetry of a candy cane. Legend has it, gentlemen, that back in 1690 in Cologne, Germany, there was a choir master at a cathedral who said that kids were causing too much noise in his cathedral. Mm -hmm. And so he decided he was going to get, uh, he asked a local candy maker to make a bunch of sugar sticks for them. But then he was like, oh, but parents aren't going to be happy if I give them these sugar sticks, give them a bunch of candy. So what I'll do is I'll add a crook to the top of each stick and make it a cane, which will remind them of shepherds, which reminds them of the Lord. It's all it's religious candy. And what was was his name? Yes. Uh, His name? Oh, it was Michael, isn't it? Michael Caine. Ah! <laughs> Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> December 26th is actually Candy Cane Day. So Boxing Day is actually Candy Cane Day. Because you, you, make, the, you make the candy cane sharp and stab the box. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that's what it. day is Candy Cane Day? December 26th. Oh, the day after Christmas? I don't know why. Maybe because you're taking down the tree. Possibly. And then you're like, oh, maybe I feel like a now. candy cane now. Do you guys hate candy canes on your tree? Yes. No. Really? Why wouldn't you? I, I walk by and eat them and it, it's my impulse eating problem. Okay, here's what I want to know. How do you guys eat candy canes? Okay, okay. So you open it up from the long end first. are they the tiny baby ones or are they normal size ones? No, normal size ones. Okay. You open them up from the bottom and then you use the hook part as like a handle to sharpen it. And then you like see a shiv. Ice, and it's you, an ice it's pick. A, it's a, Those I'm, things get so sharp. I'm from a rough part of, of Utah. Uh, <laughs> the west side, I know. I'm from the west side. Yeah, so I make it into a weapon of the holidays. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
And that is like a weapon that will disappear as well. Yeah. It there will eventually are melt. Untraceable but delicious. There are statistics <laughs> regarding this gentleman. I just want you to know that. Go on. Uh, the National Confectioners Association found that 72% of people think that starting on the straight end is the proper way to eat a candy cane, yeah. while 28% start at the curved end, and they are psychopaths. You can, like, if you do the curved end first, I feel like you just got to bite the whole curved end off. Yeah, always you have, like, this hold on to it. Well, out. it's usually broken off anyways, let's be That's honest. True. Well, actually, back in the day when they first started making these candy canes, mm-hmm. they had to be bent manually. Yeah. And there was, like, I said, breakage was at 20%. Like, they couldn't get it. Then they finally got machinery involved, and, like, in the 1920s. Have you seen them being made? The twist that I've happens? I've made it's candy awesome. canes. You have? Gentlemen. What? Yes. Back in the day, my parents knew some people up the street, older people, mm-hmm. and we went there and they, we boiled the sugar and we added the color in. So cool. We put the stuff together and then we put it on a hook on the wall and like pull it like taffy and then you roll it up and then you, Hold it. on. You're not Jake. Why what? are you making your own candy? What's going Maybe on here? Maybe people were Amish. I don't all know. right, all right. But I remember you had to get your hands covered in butter when you were yeah. doing it and it was so much fun and I, I got to do it a couple Christmases in a row. Yeah. Not enough that like, you know, I, I'm not an expert, but it was so much fun to do. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if you have any more fun facts, but I can give my tier now. Go for it. Uh, this is fun, festive, and delicious, and a tier one for me. I love these things. Uh, one more fun fact I want to give. Go for it. Is that uh, originally they were just white, uh, just mm-hmm. white sticks, white sugar. And then they finally got the striping in. And the striping, even though sometimes they do add different flavors in there, but mostly it's just for decoration. Sure. But there's something about it that is magical and something about it is Christmassy. However. No. This Don't is, however candy canes. I'm howevering mint candy canes, however okay. candy canes, because this is kind of a standard, going to be there, reliable, better options out there, but tastes like Christmas. So it's going to land right in the middle for me, a tier two. Okay. How dare you? How dare you? give it? I give it a tier one. It's beautiful. They're minty, which I love, and they're decorations. Yeah. Yeah. But it's we, decorative food. We should clarify, we have other candy canes in another separate category. Also, I, I did kind of uh, include a pun for the gift because I would give these to neighbors. So for every treat that I have, I wrote a pun when I gifted like to neighbors. Like a little neighbors. note yes. that you put on a note for So it? the note for the candy like canes I, that I, I give to neighbors. I can't wait for you to yeah. move. So it's to a neighbor that's still in mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're not, though? Well, I wouldn't give it to them. I'd give them something <laughs> what else. What if they're like on an iron lung or something? Oh, no, that's really sad. <laughs> yeah. Your mints to die. The truth is, and I, I will completely agree with you, gentlemen, that mm-hmm. this is a taste of Christmas. Yes. Because, But I like it with other stuff. Like if it's crumbled on something or mixed in something, just the candy cane by itself, I like the little mints maybe better. Yeah, the that's the thing. It's it's the taste of Christmas, unless it's in like the small starlight mint form, and then it's just the taste of being done with your Mexican food. <laughs> um, which you know, shout out to the cinnamon ones as well. Ooh, at Cafe Rio. Yeah, yeah well, and, and same thing. The, I've had not um, a cinnamon uh, candy canes. Those are very good as well. Yeah, yeah. Not in this category, but shame on you, Joel. Right, so I'm we're sorry. All, I'm up, sorry. What's up for day two? Since well, we spent I, I an only hour have on candy canes. Yes. We're just going to not have to rehash the candy cane argument. Let's just go with day two of the advent calendar brings us candy canes, but the fruity kind. Okay. And this, is where, I put, this is where I put my tier one. What? I'll give it here. Why? How because, old are you? No. The thing is, <laughs> a blueberry candy cane is like... Is it blueberry or blue raspberry? Either one. It's okay. blue. It's blue, it's blue right? I am happy. Is it because it makes your tongue blue? It makes your mouth blue and your yeah. lips stripes, blue and your like, tongue's blue. It's the stripes of dark blue and a lighter blue, right? Yes. yes. But yeah. I, it, this is Christmas morning for me. Not in the sense of like, I actually get these on Christmas morning, but that's the feeling I get when I see a fruity candy cane. Because you have like the sour tart version and the starburst version. Right. And the jelly belly version, mm-hmm. like all these different flavors. And I absolutely love them. And so sometimes I'll get a peppermint, a peppermint candy thing. I'm like, oh, strawberry. And I'm like, oh, it's just peppermint. But I will always, 
always be happy with a fruity candy cane. Always. So you eat more of these than the minty ones throughout I prefer, the holiday season. Yeah, the minty ones are like the good standard that are there to kind of... Okay. They're, they're, they're the palate cleanser. But do you... Yeah, that's true. After I eat the fruity ones, i Do you like, decorate your tree with the fruity ones? Usually. Because I feel like that's kind of a white trash Christmas tree. <laughs> what? To put like the orange <laughs> ones up and the cherry and the blue. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Back, I go for traditional. Back it up. Yes. Is your Christmas tree like one color or two colors very themed? Oh, maybe. See, that's not my house. But it's got, it's got the classic. We go with the crazy colors. We got the kids and okay. all their homemade ornament, homemade ornaments. By the way, the uh, pun when I deliver this present is, oh, no. can you hear what I hear? <laughs> <laughs> no. Kent, do you have a pun for every single one? I do. Oh. Uh, tier two, by the way. Uh, right in the middle. National Confectures Association, by the way, says that these are the number one non-chocolate candy sold during the month of December with 90% of the red and white particular ones mm-hmm. sold between Thanksgiving and for Christmas, candy canes itself, which yeah. leads me to believe who's buying candy canes outside of <laughs> yeah, those the 10%. times, the 10%ers out there. <laughs> the, uh, like, what do you give it? 1.76 na- yeah. billion candy canes are produced in the United States annually. The National uh, Zach Fectioners really? group. You, Zach you, Fectioners. Yes, you, you associated? It's, it's true. It's true. We have we have coats that match. Uh, thinks these are terrible and what? very tier three, and I would never touch them, and I hate them. But you give it a two? Yeah, tier two. You I give would, it a three? I would grab a box and throw it off the roof. Can't they have sour versions? I know. I like them, but I can only have like one or two per season. Per I can eat, season? I can eat the peppermint Wait, ones you all the time. Per season or per second? Because <laughs> they disappear immediately. These boxes <laughs> just go. My wife knows. She'll bring it up like, it's now in later flavor. I'll be like, yes, thank you, honey. Once again, not your back honey, to Zach's honey. question. Yeah. How old are you? How old are you? Older than Zach. Oldest these, one here. These are, no, Shut up, kids. They are great. You buy them for kids, so then like they can have a candy candy. You can have a candy candy. Yours is more delicious. And you're the you old have... fogies being like, mine tastes like Tom. Listen, I, you like white chocolate. Why don't you yes. like to me? <laughs> I love white chocolate. Shame on you. We'll get okay. there. Well, moving on uh, to day three of our advent calendar. Speaking of boxes. You never know what you're going to get with your box of chocolates. They've been around for a long time, and they actually call these a selection box. Yes, yeah, yeah, is what they called them back in the day. Uh, box chocolates were being manufactured by Cadbury back in 1868, and they used to be that you would actually pick out which ones you wanted in your box, and it cost them back in the day. A selection box would would convenient. exceed a week's wages. Yeah. People well, for example, if you cash. go to like C's chocolates or C's candies, week's wages, right? There. Yeah, it's a week's wages, right? And you pick you pick what you like because this is truly the mixed bag of the treats. Because this is the roulette wheel. Yeah, this you, is the minefield of food. Yes, it's yeah. it's birdie bots. Yeah, like you're gonna get the caramels, you're gonna get the truffles, but then you get the cherry ones in Gentlemen, there. Cherry cordials. I'm here to help you. I found a Don't, key. Oh, a universal the key, key comes with the box. We no, know. no, a universal key. Okay. If you cannot find it, there's no place on the box because they do that sometimes. Yeah. Some jerk chocolate stores <laughs> don't give you a key. Or they just put in like the nutritional facts, but no pictures to yeah. go with it. So but uh, I'm here to help. Yeah. Okay. Bacon Cell is here to help you, listener. Thank you. Square or rectangular chocolates are almost always toffee or caramel filled. In other words, I'm in. safe. Okay. Rounded chocolates are usually filled with a ganache or cream, which can be hit or miss. Yes, Dang, I agree. There's some taste like disgusting and some are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the surface isn't smooth, more likely than not, it's a nut candy. Oh, the one that clearly looks like chocolate covering a nut? Yes. Is, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm here to help. Wow. And if it's covered in foil, it usually has a liquid center, like a oh. cherry cordial. The foil protects against leaks. Poison. Straight up poison. There you go. So thank the, you for a, that. A brief guide. Squares are safe is all you really need to know about that. Hey, Zach, I brought you a box of chocolates. I'd rather be early than chocolate in wishing you and yours the best. <laughs> My goodness. 
You would really write that to a neighbor that you want to make I eye contact with later. I wrote it for the show, and I might use it later. <laughs> uh, and then 60s and 70s, they actually took a commercialized approach with these and would just do these boxes of chocolates. Yeah. But they would put games in the box, so on the reverse side. So snakes and ladders, for example. Oh, wow. And then so kids would get these and expect them and enjoy them on Christmas morning. See, the problem is, like... We get these like for work, for gifts or whatever, and the good ones are always gone. They're always like, gone. Oh, I get the ganache. Sometimes ganache is good. Sometimes. Sometimes I, ganache so I, is good. <laughs> <laughs> I give this a tier two because there are half good and half bad. This is a game mm-hmm. and it's a treat because it's a minefield. This is Minesweeper. <laughs> Minesweeper is the worst game. No one's ever played by the rules. It's They're a, guessing. But it's a tier two because if okay. I can find one of those mint chocolate or what, what is your go-to? What do you want to get when you get caramel? This? Oh, uh, caramel's great. Salted uh, caramel. Probably. Almonds. Yeah. Like a chocolate covered almond. Also good. Yeah. And I, a strawberry. If I get a strawberry cream one, yeah. uh, that is mm-hmm. mwah. But then there's always just the terrible ones in there too. Yep. So. Yeah. There are some, it's foul ones. Yeah. So like, I like the rum ones. Those are pretty good. I've never okay. been a fan of like you butter rum those. or rum candy. Butter no. rum. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Mm. You can have those ones. Please don't make that sound. Coconut. Again. I will take all the coconuts. Do you guys like coconut? Yeah. No, heavens no. Yeah. Okay. It's a texture thing. I'll, I'll trade you then. Okay. okay. Deal. You can have uh, my pineapple ones. These <laughs> these remind me of working at a corporate job and them saying, sorry, your job sucks. Here, have a box of C's candies. Yes. Uh, tier three. Tier three? Tier three. I don't. Even though much, there are good chocolates. They're too there. much trouble. Yeah. You I, just said yourself, you love chocolate covered almond He one. hates I choices. I do. I could just go and get the like Hershey's nuggets and they're better. Oh, Hershey's good. nothing is better. That's, that's not Christmas, Take it easy. Yeah, well, they are for me. And box of chocolates, I did rank a little bit on Christmassy, and this did get like, kind of like, it's more, you know, it's Valentine's Day, too. Right. This isn't exclusively Christmas. Oh, but so but I it's just, a really easy Christmas gift that oh, people totally, give. Oh, yeah. I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm activated by this, because for years, I worked for a big corporation yeah. that was like, hey, hey, Christmas bonus is a box of chocolates. Oh, man. Uh, Brandon Mole, his uh, his wife, uh, she could, she I think she worked for a chocolatier factory for a long time but she her talent at one of our uh, parties we had she was doing it we all had to do a talent for a talent show and it was identifying chocolates like with no labeling with no key just pulling like they give her one at random from the box she'd look at it and be like this is a blank and i was like i need to have you around That's her skill because it's amazing they're super powerful. i could avoid so many missteps welcome to day four of our advent calendar open the little door what do we open have the little, open the door and right. we see ginger snaps Why also they- involved in that gingerbread yeah, we kind of lumped the ginger ones together. Uh, most of the poor gingers. Nobody really eats the gingerbread. Well, they make the houses out of it, which some people make it out of graham crackers, too. That's just wrong. But graham crackers are too brittle, I would say. Ginger lasts forever. Yeah, that's, yeah. but like if you're eating it, you're eating a ginger. Do you know what snack. I love about gingerbread houses? Is you take all the stuff that you would never normally enjoy, <laughs> and you put it together, and it's fun, right? You get together it's with fun. your kids or nieces yes. and nephews yeah. or whatever, and it's fun, and you're like... This is all gross. I'm not even tempted to eat it no. along the well, way. Well, tell that to the three-year-old well, the in my house that won't stop eating it. And the so. mini M&Ms. The gross icing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, and those those little, uh, uh, what are they? They're like little mint chocolate chips that you put on the top. With okay. Little, with all the, right. Oh, You're going fancy like, now. I like the empty shell of a chiclet. Mm. Those are... It's, if mm. I was to deliver this gift, I would say, <laughs> we clove being your neighbor. <laughs> Because it's cloves, 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 and cloves, ginger. Clove, clove, clove. Yeah. Uh, gingerbread, by the way, is typically flavored with ginger, cloves, speaking of which, mm-hmm. nutmeg, and cinnamon, and sweet or and sweetened with sugar, honey, or molasses. Uh, and then you get ginger snaps, which are cinnamon, molasses, and clove, which they. Ginger snaps are actually closer to actually what we consider to be a gingerbread house. Because yeah. gingerbread is, is more cakey. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And ginger snaps, actually ginger nuts is what they call them in like New Zealand and and probably Australia and England Mm. and all that. They hate redheads. But it's like these little biscuits, these little uh, crispy biscuits, whereas ginger snaps are like more of a cookie, more of a, what do they call it, round drop cookies. Ginger is generally a hit and miss for me. Really? If it's too strong, like I love ginger ale. Based on your pumpkin spice show, I'm <laughs> surprised. <laughs> I love ginger ale with a passion, but if the ginger gets too strong, uh, and this is also one of those old-fashioned mm-hmm. treats. Yeah. Like this was a popular gingerbread was a popular treat at medieval European festivals, and it came to America with, with European settlers. The, you know, 1700s, 1800s. Right. This was like, oh wow, this is really amazing. But like, as we all know, like Europe mm-hmm. doesn't really have any taste buds. Yes. Everything he, so, you know, it's a tier three in translation. That's what Ken yeah. said, yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm giving this a tier three. Yeah. Zach? I feel bad, though, because I actually, I don't hate these, but it just, compared to other stuff, this oh, got yeah. bumped down to a tier three. Tier two. I like them. I, I really? Think ginger snap cookies are great. They're they're addicting for me. Oh, okay. Like, if, I, if someone brings What like, do you do? Dip them in milk? No, just as is. They're a little dry. Uh, yeah. Okay. It, that just means there's a limit. I can't, oh, that's true. I can't eat them forever. Mm-hmm. So I, I like food that has a self-imposed limit. <laughs> like we can, yeah, we haven't agreed yet on our advent calendar. No, we have not. But for day five, we have hot chocolate. It's not just a snacky snacks. It's also a little drinky drink. Mm. Now, we did talk a lot about hot chocolate did, yeah. already on our bacon bit, a toast to breakfast drinks. It was seen as a health drink from the 16th to the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And it was created by the Mayans, they believe, around 2,500 to 3,000 years ago. Yes. Uh, and they called it... Uh, I'm going to try it again. Here we go. Uh, uh, Zach read it? Want me to do it in a German accent? Chocolatl. Yeah, which is Zach saying any German word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just sounds like hey, Swedish Joel, chef. I'm going to gift you a little mug. And some hot cocoa. <laughs> Steven's hot cocoa. Oh, what flavor? Oh, it's uh, it's mint. It's mint. Thank you. Obviously. Oh, Thank it's orange you. cream because I don't want orange no. cream anymore. And it says, you've been mugged. <laughs> Why would you give your neighbor something that says you've been mugged? Because it's adorable. He wants to know who's... Are like, you going to punch them in the face and no, steal their wallet when you give it to them? It's a mug. A mug of it's cocoa. It's an intimidation move. Yeah. He wants them to know who's And boss. it's orange cream in there too. So yeah, because I hate you. <laughs> the raspberry chocolate ones are good. The oh. mint chocolate ones are good. I love hot chocolate. Hot chocolate is amazing because, like, I don't drink it a ton, right? But whenever it's cold, like, for example, let's go back to the memories of sledding when you're a kid. Are we going back to winter show? Oh, sure. Remember yeah, I mean, let's go back to the winter show. <laughs> Why not? But yeah, you're sledding, you come inside, and you're like, oh my goodness, what sounds better than even Swiss Miss hot chocolate with little marshmallows? Okay, I want to try a little experiment here, listener, okay. And, okay. and Kent and Zach. Um, everyone, please close your eyes. Mm-hmm. We just Close your eyes. Okay, thank you. He didn't say for how long. No, right. just, just, as, 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 I, <laughs> don't I'm, blink, we're, Zach. We're building a picture online. <laughs> say, okay, so you are sitting on a couch yes. in a nice warm log cabin. Mm. There's a big bay window out front. You're still describing the bacon cave. The room want. is only lit by a Christmas tree in the corner. Uh, it, it, they hung himself with on ice. candy but canes. Out, shh. The icicle was... Guys! This, they stabbed Ooh. him with an icicle. Relax. Mm. The Christmas tree in the corner. You look outside and snow is falling down, but you are warm inside with a blanket wrapped around you on a comfortable couch with someone you love. And you're sitting there. Someone with I a, love? Baby Yoda. And you're sitting there with okay. a mug of hot chocolate in your hands. Mm-hmm. That is a winter. Am I drinking paradise. it with my you eyes right. closed? You are 100% right. You can. Yeah. Mm. But that's no. like, that's my dream. Is right. Sipping hot that cocoa, watching it snow outside. Is a is it's great. It, yeah. That is Christmas. Oh, listen, open your eyes. If you're oh, yes. driving, oh, don't, <laughs> you're driving. No, no. don't. <laughs> open your eyes. 
I should have put a disclaimer before. <laughs> oh, no. Shame on you. Their blood is on my hands. <laughs> Joel's fault. Uh, tier one. Yeah, tier one all the uh, way. Uh, we agree. It's a tier one. So shout out to my mom who growing up had the greatest idea. She got one of those little lazy Susan uh, like spice rack things yeah. mm-hmm. and then had mason jars full of like all sorts of different things you could put into your hot cocoa. And then she had like a scooper of it. And so we had a hot cocoa bar all season long. Yeah. And so we'd, you'd, you'd put in Andy's mints or Ooh, honestly ooh, Reese's yeah. peanut butter cups yep. um, or uh, you know peppermint or whatever. Serious question. Yeah. Hot water or hot milk? Half and half. Hot water. Then then uh, cool it down because it's too hot with a little straight heavy cream. Okay. Ooh, sounds good. See, I do I do a half and half because it stretches it up. Yeah, I get it. Creamy. Yeah. Yeah, and half and half also. Not right. just straight water though. Not, straight not, water. Not is half and half the drink. I mean, half water, half milk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. No, I would do half and half That's I drink would now at that point. Uh, my wife also, uh, we do the syrups, like Italian sodas. Mm-hmm. And so we have like the, you know, hazelnut and coconut and. Honestly, gas strawberry. station hot chocolate ain't too bad. No. 7-Eleven and Maverick actually have quite good hot chocolate. The best hot chocolate I've ever had in my life. And I don't know if it was just a situation or mm-hmm. but it was a gas station in Midway, Utah. Weird though. <laughs> Where I was, we, we were on our anniversary and went to the get a little Irish station. cream in there or something? It was, but I put a bunch of creamers or yeah. pumps syrup and it was just fantastic. And Weird. I don't know if I can recreate that again. No. It was magic. <sighs> that was a fun day five, uh, but they can't all be winners. <laughs> day six brings us fruitcake. I'd like to go back to day four, please. <laughs> So fruitcake, if you don't know, it's a cake made with candied or dried fruits, nuts, and spices, and optionally soaked in spirits from Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yeah, I was reading the Wikipedia article on this, The Source of All Knowledge and Truth, and they talked about how each country celebrates with fruitcake. And it's, it's like different variations for every country. And then you get to the part where it's like the United States hates fruitcake. <laughs> like put, every country reveres it. And then it's like, oh, it's ridiculed here. Oh, yeah. They make fun of it. And they blame it on Johnny Carson. They yes. say Johnny Carson, the one that uh, he said there was only one fr- fruitcake in the world and everyone keeps passing it around. Right. Uh, Fantastic. The, but the different world things, the Portuguese one, did you read about that? Mm-hmm. So in Portugal, you have a fruitcake, a, a bolo a ray, king, uh, king cake. And it's disgusting because it's fruitcake sure i'm giving it a tier three yeah, it's a tier three but uh, it's a tier three. they have a thing where there's a bean in the cake yeah and if you're the one that finds the bean you are then punished or win to pay for the fruitcake the next year yeah wow. so that's what they do but you're it, just punished to eat the fruitcake anyways yeah this fruitcake is absolutely horrible like the way the way it tastes it really is one of those tastes i cannot abide i think that's why a lot of countries soak it in rum basically Everyone. because they need to be drunk to enjoy it yeah they soak it in liquor and that makes it good uh so when i gift this i would I say, say from your favorite neighborhood fruitcake it's really pretty that's, that so, that's why done so weird. <laughs> Got it. So they know you as the neighborhood fruitcake who mugs people? Is that what uh-huh. I'm saying? <laughs> the same person doesn't get the same gift. That Sometimes they do. Nuts. Especially if you've been eating fruitcake. But fruit it's a problem, though, because fruit is good. Nuts are good. Cake is good. Why isn't fruitcake good? I don't know. It's it, They don't belong together. No. I mean, the earliest recipe from ancient Rome has pomegranate seeds, pine nuts, raisins mixed into a barley mash. That's the same recipe they use today. We have spent Ugh. way too much time on this terrible food. Day seven is upon us. We open up the door and we see little spice drops in there. <laughs> so you say spice drops or spice girls? Call them what you want. Spice drops have the robust flavors of anise, ginger, cloves, and allspice, which I think is in a Transformers movie. Uh, well, and that's the allspice. allspice. Really that, from what I found, that's basically the difference between gumdrops and spice drops. Yeah. Gumdrops are kind of fruity flavors. You get a Which cherry sugar, in there, a strawberry. Yeah. yeah. But they're covered, they're little gelatin things covered in sugar. And then the spice drops are the ones that they're like, 
This is before we had candy. We had spice drops. <laughs> these remind me of the grandma I never had. Like these are grandma candies, but I don't think either of my grandmas ever made me eat this. The, no. These feel like they're a decoration and for then a the, gingerbread house that yeah, you'll for never decoration, eat. Yeah, for, for gingerbread houses. And it's one of those things where if you bite into it, you're like, oh, this isn't food. Oops, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to eat this. This is just decoration. Yeah, and gumdrops, by the way, first appeared around 1801. So they were doing this. With- but guys, a little sugar and spice for those who are nice. Because <laughs> it's sugary and that, spicy. That's the card you're giving? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. None of these are good, Joel. Lower your expectations. Guys, this is a tier one decoration and a tier three treat. Absolutely <laughs> tier three. <laughs> I had you going for a second there. These are horrible. I was confused. For I me. never trusted you. Tier three all the way. Spice drops can burn. It's, it's been a rough. Well, they do burn going down. Yeah. It's been a rough couple days. Sorry about these last two uh, doors of the advent calendar. You're probably regretting your purchase by now. But then there's a glimmer of hope on day eight when you get chocolate pretzel rods. Are we getting your so, uh, take large, on these before we even rent? Tier, tier it's a them? large door. It's a yes, very large is. door. Uh, so, I mean, they've had pretzels in history, but hard pretzels originated in the United States in 1850 in a bakery in Pennsylvania. And this is like, because there's a big soft pretzels. We're talking mm-hmm. the little hard sticks dipped in chocolate. Well, sometimes they're not little. Sometimes they're quite big. Sometimes they're bigger, yes. And Joel, they're massive and tooth-breaking. Joel, just like you, these pretzels aren't naughty because they don't have knots in them. It's a straight pretzel, Joel. <laughs> and naughty or nice. Oh, hold on, I'm getting a call. <laughs> it's Santa. You're on the naughty list. <laughs> like a pretzel? No! You see, you get it. Uh, these are, and this is funny because sometimes they are like elaborately dipped, like generally like elaborately the drizzle dipped. on yeah. them, and like there's caramel and chocolate involved, oh. and sometimes <laughs> it's those little tiny mini pretzels just dipped in like the cheapest chocolate available and put like on little pocky sticks. And you know yeah. what? Even those are pretty good. Oh, they're all pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but I'm still giving us a tier two. Why? Because how? It, because because it's salty and sweet. It's perfection. It is the inconsistency of these rods that sometimes they are. Wow. And sometimes they are meh. No, if someone sent me these, I'd actually feel guilty about what I sent them before with like a <laughs> tissue box or something like you that. Mean like I the mean, note you've been giving them? Yeah. <laughs> I give a box of tissues to be like sneezing's greetings or something. No. Like Why we, are you just we, writing all these we, down? Hold on. We issue a Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh. We tissue a Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> joke lost. But no, these are lovely. Lovely. Super tier one. I, I would have put them in tier one, but they, they could not compete with some of the other ones I have up there. High tier one. Absolutely. Sorry, guys. So I killed good. the curve on that one. You did. It's fine. Hey, what's that over there in, in day nine? Is that a bunch of grandma's sewing needles? Oh, nope. It's a blue tin of butter cookies. <laughs> and that's one of the most disappointing things. Yeah. That's like biting into a chocolate chip cookie to see that it's raisins. It's being like, oh, but do kids, butter do kids cookies. these days know? Do kids these days know what it's like to have a grandma that had the blue tin no. with cookies in the little white paper wrappers? Yeah, like the weird cupcake wrappers. And so, yeah, so some yeah, of them look all like four cookies. Some uh, of them look like pretzels. Some of them were squares. Some mm-hmm. of them were ovals, and they all tasted exactly the same. <laughs> Why do they make them do? It's like chicken nuggets have four shapes. <laughs> yeah. Those are these cookies. The only yeah. one that's a little different because of the texture is the ones that have the huge sugar crystals on yes. top. Yes, and like we said, sometimes you you see the tin and you're like, oh yeah, I'm getting a cookie, yeah. and then you open it up and it's like buttons. Yes, because yep. they were using these tins, these blue. Uh, they're actually called Royal Dansk is the is the brand mm-hmm. name of these. And you'd open up and it'd be some sort of storage thing. It's just so nostalgic. The sight is so nostalgic. Yeah. They're not delicious, but still, they're Christmas. But Zach, 
you better watch out. You better not cry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm having so much fun with these. I hate them so much, but I love it. Uh, butter cookies are exactly what they say. Butter, flour, and sugar. And they basically have no flavoring, but they some people will add in coconut or vanilla yeah. or, or the big sugar crystals on top. Yeah, I've had them with almond, almost like a Spitz cookie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, these are a popular gift in China, apparently, uh, during Chinese New Year. Really? Go figure. I had no idea. I'm going to jump in on this one. I think they're tier one just for the memory and the sight of these cookies. I will say... Because I can eat a a handy four cookies at a time. (laughs) And I will say tier two. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, those cookies. And I'll eat them. I'm like, oh, these are really dry and kind of flavorless. But (laughs) hey, I still like them. They're sugar crystals that hurt my teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Is that rock salt? (laughs) Nope, it's sugar. And they are tier one for me. I actually like them. Uh, they're oh. one of those. They're one of those that. Hey, I can Joel, eat. you're ruining us here. I'm sorry. Similar to the ginger snaps, like I can just eat a lot of them, kind of like passing by, and I do. I do feel like people don't get these anymore, though. I right. don't see them as much. My grandparents have passed on. That's probably why. But yeah, they're box of buttons. Yeah. We open the door for day ten, and we see everyone's mother having the greatest recipe of this. It's fudge. Fudge is one of those weird things that I don't eat it unless I'm on vacation or it's Christmas. Let's mm-hmm. so it's a special treat. Right. Uh, fudge is apparently uh, it became popular because sugar got less expensive and you could make it at home. This was not some sort of fancy schmancy dessert. Right. It's f- sugar, butter, and milk, and then you heat it to the softball stage and then whip it up when it's cooling. And it's delicious. It's just so inconsistent, though, because when you're oh, gifted these with a, for example, a note that says you can't hold a grudge when you get some free fudge. <laughs> it's not a pun. I just had to throw it in there because I, I didn't want to use a fudge pun in any other context. Probably for the best. But there, it could be so grainy, like it's so flaky, right? If not done right. If not done right, which is half the time I've even tried these. Oh man! But like good fudge is great. Oh, it's so good. But it's not. It, it's it's kind of like a box of chocolates. You're like I hope it's good this time. No, even bad fudge. No, is still good. Totally disagree. Good treat because it's almost too much cocoa in some of the fudge. Yeah, and you're some like, mm. some it just tastes like cocoa. Are yes, you kidding me? Not at all. I'm giving this a tier one. You guys aren't going. Your guys are both going to give it a tier two. Tier two. I was going to give it a tier three. You still can because uh, personally, it makes me sick. What? Like, wow. For Lactose? some reason, uh, chocolate, uh, acid refluxy stuff. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't eat it. My oh, mom man. at Thanksgiving made the most delicious uh, peanut butter cup fudge. Mm. It was amazing. And my body hated it. But it's a tier two. Just You still ate it, but your body I did, hated it. And I loved it. Yeah. Because well, I, fudge, it, with the consistency, when it's right, it's really good. Well, but here's the thing. This, this isn't even uh, holiday related, I guess. But they have... Uh, huckleberry fudge in West Yellowstone and around the Yellowstone okay. Island Park area. And it is so good. Hey, thanks and for I, bringing us some. I think about that all the time about how good they have all sorts of. Okay. That's, that's the one thing I love about fudge. It's like ice cream. You can get so many different flavors and that huckleberry stuff. Man, I love it. Okay, I'm going to have to try it. Now we open the door on day 11. Is is it Christmas or are we at a sports event? I can't tell. Anyway, we're going to do candied almonds. <laughs> So candied almonds, if you don't know what that is, because there was some confusion as we were talking about this, but you probably know it if you saw it. These candied almonds are usually, they're nuts, like Mm -hmm. cashews or peanuts, but they're usually almonds that have been cooked in a special way, so they end up coated in brown, crunchy sugar. So you've seen them at at like, you know, Real Games you've mentioned. And this always reminds me of the mall at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the 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 smell smell of the cinnamon and the sugar. That's very good. We'd be nuts to not wish you a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Wow. In uh, Italy, uh, these are traditionally called adornament succore. 
That sounds delicious. That probably wasn't even close to right. <laughs> in Spain, they are called garapinadas. In Switzerland and Germany, they are called gebranten mandain. You know Zach's supposed to do these, right? I know, but I'm I, having I, a great I'm time. Listen over there. And then in Denmark, Norway, and Sweden, they are called Brente Mandler, Brentley Mandler, and Branda Mandlar. Those are three other creatures from uh, Krampusnacht. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. This is a snack where I can eat a handful because it's almost too sweet compared to the salt. You think so? I think so. Especially if you get them like really breaded and stuff like that, which is good. I can eat breaded. a handful though. Because <laughs> they're kind of breaded yeah. and sugar coated. They are though. Yeah. And I can eat a handful and that's about it. No, oh, I can plow through a whole bag and feel awful after, but I, I'll really enjoy myself. So is it tier one for you? Tier one for me. This, I'm going tier two. This remind, like I said, this reminds me of Christmas. So, and I love the taste. Christmas and baseball. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. I love these, but I don't associate them with Christmas at all. Yeah. But they are my go-to snack. Like I, they evil. It's an evil move at Rio Tinto Stadium in, in Sandy, Utah. When you go to see a Real Salt Lake game, they have them right by the entrance. Oh, yeah. You can't avoid smelling them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they like pump out like the air from these things just I like in entryways. It's ridiculous. It's July and it's super hot outside and I need to have Christmas a, in July. a hot thing of, of oh, candied almonds. Know. It's crazy. I love these, but but on this list, they did end up as a tier two for me. I think <laughs> Zach and I have agreed every time. I think you guys have. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we have. Oh, darn. Okay. Well, um, we're going to open day 12. What's that? Is that a marshmallow? No, it's a buttermint. Mm, buttermint. Especially found at weddings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, no, these are soft mints, uh, also known as dinner mints. But they are made with a higher butter content, which makes them softer and they more melt in your mouth. Joel, sometimes you get Christmas gifts that are real disappointments. <laughs> Because these are... You mean like these puns? These are dumb. Yes, and the puns are dumb as well. Guys, personal story. Back when I was a teenager and I was a little bit uh, of an anarchist, I used to go to Ollie Dollar and they, were, they had bags. You know, a bags little of bit candy. of an anarchist. You watched... You, <laughs> don't, you watched Fight Club more once, into that. <laughs> then you're like, I'm an anarchist. <laughs> I am not my corduroys. So I'd go to Ollie Dollar. They had bags of buttermints. And buttermints are, you know, you can, they turn to powder if you squeeze them. Yeah. So I'd go to every bag of buttermints and no. I'd squeeze the bag until they broke them. I don't know why. And, <laughs> and Tyler Durden would be so proud. <laughs> you monster. Uh, these uh, invented by Thomas Richardson uh, in 1893 in Philadelphia, and he sold them at the counter of a department store. And then him and his sons decided to incorporate and become like the producers, mass producers of this candy. They're packing peanuts with slightly more taste. I love these. They last like nine seconds. The mintiness lasts for nine seconds. But it's, it's like juicy fruit. It's the texture. It's that soft melt in your mouth texture that every How time many can you eat in a sitting two 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 or three dozen <laughs> i want to be around you at christmas these, more. no these are at a wedding i'm eating my cup and this the person is your next gluttonous to me's month cup. isn't it oh yeah yeah well let's face it when it is my gluttonous month yeah it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's tier three for me what these are useless these are not useless these they are, are useless I, I only gave them a tier two because hey, I, i've got a candy cane over here with real mint but it's, it's or the, buttermint. No, there's the, the the peppermint flavor has its place. This is the buttermint. It's a smoother, more creamy, minty flavor, and I love the sweet mint flavor. Like they have the sweet mint orbit gum, which is this flavor, delicious. But tier two because okay. they are not the best. But I will definitely enjoy a buttermint if it's around. I agreed with Kenton. Got a tier three. Yeah, of course. So you, you guys did. have agreed every, every single, single time because we're yeah. right. Oh. Yeah. All right, we open up door 13. Some would say it's unlucky. Others would disagree with this choice. Get ready to slam something on the table. It's chocolate oranges. Let's do this. 
You mean Terry's chocolate orange? Because they are Terry's. The Terry's is the manufacturer yes. of these. They used to do, Terry's used to do these chocolate apples, apparently. Would you like to try that? Chocolate apple? Yeah. Sure. I'd try it. That sounds good. But they replaced that with the orange. Yes. And then in, just, the, in 1954, yeah. they replaced it with the orange. In the 70s, they tried chocolate lemon. Didn't really sell. Mm, yeah. I don't know. At one that. time, it was estimated that the chocolate orange was found in a tenth of British Christmas stockings. And these are kind of a game, too, because you have the orange. And then you have to slam it on something really hard so that it will then break apart. And then you can eat slice by slice. Yeah. 20 segments divided by 20 Did segments. you know that there actually there's less chocolate now? I've heard. Since 2016, because of Brexit fears, they added more airspace between the slices of oranges. Oh, but that and means they break nicer. And yet the price doubled. Exactly. They upped the price and gave you less. And by the way, if I were to give these as a gift, this is mm. ridiculous. Are you ready for Orange this? Orange, you glad I didn't get you something else? Felice Naval Dad <laughs> neighbor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Why are, you talking naval about, why, why are you talking about their dad's navel? <laughs> Felice Naval Dad. Why are you talking about their dad's navel <laughs> and being happy? Um, is that the best are, one yet? These are all bad. That's the worst one yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great. I'm giving this a tier two because they are fun to break and they are fun to... They look like orange slices. The, the, the texture the design, is super cool. The design is super cool. Yeah. Like they're not delicious. Yeah. Zach? But they look cool. Yes. We didn't we didn't match. Okay. I love these. They're tier one for the table love? slamming alone and they're delicious and I feel like they last a really long time. Because you can just eat one or two orange slices and be good for the day. Because you don't really enjoy them. You're like, no, uh, no, they're I delicious. got a sweet tooth sometime. Love them, tier one. I, I, I always want them in the nose of my sock at Christmas. Get a real orange. Yeah. No. Nope. These are barely above fruitcake. These are horrible, disgusting <laughs> trash. They do not deserve to exist. Chocolate and citrus do not belong together. Tier three. Wow. No doubt. Zach's going to slam the table. You monster. Who hurt you? Chocolate no. and orange hurt me. No. Chocolate and orange do not go together. Those it's are not true. flavors that mix. That's like orange and toothpaste. Orange juice and toothpaste. Do not go together. Mm. It's slightly different, but yeah, I get what I, you're saying. I, like I said, I love the design. And yeah. I love break. Like if my kids get one, I will happily break it was, for them and peel yeah. it apart. I will not eat a single slice. I will happily give you all of mine to crush so you can have that experience. Thank you. And I will eat them. That's That sounds Team, good. Teamwork. Thank you, Jack Spratt. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we open up day number 14. And uh, yep, your grandma's been here again. We have hard candy. <laughs> <laughs> now, hard candy is one of those funny things where... We all have different experiences of what hard candy means yeah. at Christmas. For some, it's the shards of, what do they call it? Sugar glass, where it's just like pieces they of... They kind of look like rock candy, like yeah, smooth rock candy. Yeah, it's, or it's like a powdered sugar and stuff yeah. like that, different flavors. For See, some, I, I think like peppermint, spearmint, uh, the, the gems. Yes. With like ribbon candy. Ribbon like candy is another candy. one. Yeah. Which ribbon candy, you can't eat just one. Do you want to know why? Because they all stick together. Because you can't eat you it. You pick up one and the whole thing comes out because they've all <laughs> melded together. This is a grandma candy because you go over there and there's 23 years of dust on this <laughs> hard candy that's stuck together. In fact, if I were to give this as a gift, I'd say we're thankful you're stuck with us as neighbors. <laughs> now, this is uh, hard candy. Exactly. It says you, you boil sugar in water until it gets the hard crack yeah. stage. And then that's what makes it, you can put out whatever flavor you want, whatever extracts. But the ribbon candy is kind of cool because they will fold it in back and it's forth with like little, mm -hmm. little lasagna pieces. I don't know how to explain it, but right. they look really cool. And the flavor sometimes is good. Is it? Like you said, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's dusty. I mean, they're just jawbreakers, basically. But I really, my, my mother-in-law makes the, the sugar glass like mm -hmm. in a bowl. It's just sitting there and like... I know that like the yellow ones are going to be eggnog and that like the red ones are going to be cinnamon. And what? so I know which pieces to get, and which ones I like, and I absolutely love it. But it's it's hit and miss. And so, oh, back in the day, by the way, they used to wrap the 
the hard candy around the confectioner's, the candy maker's thumb to get that kind of ribbon shape to it. Ew. I'm hoping he's wearing gloves because that would be I hot candy. I hate that. Uh, mm, this a little is, bit of cuticle in your hard candy. This is a tier two for me because it's hard candy. How how bad can it be? It could be pretty offensive. The flavors are fine. They're mint. No, it all gets stuck together. The t- they all taste the same at some point. They taste like dust. You're it's giving tier, me a tier three. three? Absolutely. How can you give peppermint candy? Peppermint it's not real peppermint. Canes. It's a weird peppermint gem. And then this, it's the spearmint ones that are actually kind of gross. Oh, I like the spearmint ones. You do? Oh, yeah. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, spearmint's my favorite kind of mint probably. So, so like I say for the mint show, say for our mentoring show. <laughs> this is a weird one because I don't have the same experience you guys have. I, I have never had the gem candy before. Um, the closest thing I've had is hard taffy, uh, which you, you know, you pull and everything. It's kind of like you've had like a butterscotch. Candy. Candy. Wait, you're talking about like just taffy? No, hard taffy. What's hard taffy? It is. It hard is, taffy has been left out a lot like this. You you pull it and pull it and pull it, uh, you know, oh. hot sugar until it, you know, it's, it's white and fluffy. But sometimes it turns into a butter mint, but like a sugar mint. <laughs> sometimes, or, or yeah, a butter sort of. Thing. And it's yeah. in the same vein, uh, but it's basically like, hey, this is vanilla flavored, also vinegar flavored, and is gross. This is terrible. Tier three, day 15. We open up the door and realize somebody you don't know that well just gave you a present. You need to get them something real quick and know nothing about them. It's Ferrero Rocher. Ah, Ferrero Rocher. I ordered you a Ferrari, but it was lost in translation. (laughs) We're not even going for puns on there? No, because it sounds like Ferrero. Uh, So Ferrero Rocher, if you don't know, it's a chocolate and hazelnut ball. It's got a golden wrapper on it and a brown paper cup around it. Now, this uh, originally was invented by uh, a company... uh, Ferrero, but then Rocher comes from French and means rock or boulder. So it's an Italian Ferrero. Rocher is French, and it's hazelnut and chocolate—a beautiful combination. Around 3.6 billion of these are sold each year, and 60% of them are sold around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about the controversy with this one? Mm-mm. There's controversy. I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you because it's tier one. Because I think these taste lovely. I love they're hazelnut so and chocolate. Good. Right? They're, they're in a wafer. Yes. Oh, it's so good. But four years ago, don't say it. There's viral video. Don't say it. Of worms and maggots in Ferrero Rocher. Oh, no, no. That's and they, thought it, they thought it was hoax. And Ferrero Rocher said, yeah, no, actually, that's our fault. Beca- and they said what? it's not our fault, but because the packaging is kind of loose, that any sort of bugs, whether it's from manufacturing to shipment, bugs can get in there, worms can get in so there. So this is at home someone found this. It this was like home. in the factory. Yes. Because they are super secretive about the factory. No right. smartphones or notebooks are allowed inside the production facility. There's a lot of bugs. Right. <laughs> They're very, very tight on how they make these, which is funny because they're basically wafers filled with chocolate. Exactly. So I don't know why it's so secretive. And they got the hazelnuts on but the outside. But it's a soft chocolate. There's something nice to it. Oh, when you bite in it, it's just kind of like crunch and it opens up. Yeah. And may, there may be some protein in there, like I said. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, definite tier one from me. It's a tier I one. absolutely love these. This one did get bumped to tier two for me. Gosh. I like them. They're really fun. I... I I like the different layers, and, and yeah, it is a good experience, but they ended up as a tier two on my list. They're so good, though. Yep. Right, day 16 is upon us, and it's uh, candy that I think you may not have ever heard of, but uh, let's talk about Divinity. Now, some people have heard of Divinity, and some people like swear by I saw it on so many lists when we were looking at right. Christmas treats, but I kind of went, wait, what is this? And I could not remember, and I was asking you guys, like I, I had to figure it out. Divinity is a nougat-like confection made with egg white, corn syrup, and sugar. You can also add dried fruit or chopped nuts to it, like pecans. A lot of people in the South yeah. put pecans in this. So it's like a, a cookie, but like a whipped cream sort of cookie, like a meringue. 
Yeah, I mean, picture it's nougat. If you, yeah. if you know what nougat is inside a Snickers or like a big hunk, but softer. Right. They say that they got the name because someone ate it and declared it to be divine. But the story behind this is I was telling you guys, I know what it is now. I just right. don't know what it tastes like. So I actually whipped up my own. I found a recipe and just whipped up my own batch that night of just making it. And? It, it actually was surprisingly... A lot can go wrong when you're trying to make this. Like the humidity has to be just right. The temperature has to be just right. That's the case with most candies. High altitudes affect it as well. Right. Like uh, all the recipes yeah. said, like it may not turn out. Mine turned out. It was fine. It was, yeah. it, but it was like eating sugar. Right. Like there was no real wow. I can only eat one of these at a time. They're that's very it. rich. Yeah. And but but, I, but the I like them. But the texture is good. Yeah. The texture is what makes it kind of really cool. But I gave it a tier three only because it was kind of like, I, I didn't really remember it. It doesn't really remind me of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, but... Eh. For me, it's tier two. It's not offensive, but I it's wouldn't not. really go out of my way to seek it out. And this ended up as a tier three for me. I actually have had this for years. There was a guy who lived in my parents' neighborhood who just every year he made Divinity and he gave it to everybody. And it was like, you know, the Christmas neighbor gift exchange thing. Was it like... Properly, or what was it like? A smoothly made, or is it kind of just those big lumps? That they it was. Do? It was smooth. He was very, very weirdly proud of his divinity. Okay, it's like the only thing he made, um, and much like his soft handshakes, they were very soft. <laughs> and uh, it, it well, was that's creased me out. Yeah, right? it's it very strange. I don't know. I just have mediocre associations with it. It's, I think it's a mediocre treat. I'd rather eat anything else. So tier three for me. Oh, so if you meet Zach, else. give him a firm handshake. Please yeah. do. Please do. Speaking of firm. Day 17, we might break your teeth, but we're giving you peanut brittle. It's candy with nuts inside. It's like a, uh, like a hard, hard sugar, sugar caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Car- yeah, like hard caramel with, with nuts in it. Like when I have a sweet tooth around the season, maybe I had some ham over Christmas. I'm like, I need something just real quick. And then I'll go for just a piece of broken peanut brittle. Yeah. It's generally pretty good, even and, with peanuts, which is like a tier three nut. Yeah, but sometimes the peanut brittle for some reason works. I, I generally prefer other nuts to peanuts. In right. Agreed. Foods. But uh, they work great in this. The term brittle, used in the context of food, first appeared in print in 1892, although it'd been around a lot longer before that because it's sugar and nuts. Now, this has many, many variations around the world, such as pastelli in Greece, sohan in Iran, croquant in France, alegria or plan... plan palanqueta in Mexico. <laughs> okay, we so, get there. Gozanaki in Georgia. So nice to be on this side of Ga- the fence. <laughs> Gachak in Indian, in Indian Punjab, uh, Chiki in other parts of India, Kotkoti in Bangladesh, uh, oh no, yeah, Huasheng Tang in China, Tua Tat in Thailand, Kyolak in Vietnam, and yeah, that's we'd a, love to hear from any native so speakers who please don't. Joel may have sworn for the first time please. on the episode <laughs> show here. Family so friendly, yeah, uh, no, but are they, is it always made the same though? Even though they have different names. Generally speaking, it is kind of. I mean, in the Middle East, it's made with pistachios. Asian okay. countries use sesame seeds, but it's that basic formula. Go with cashews every time. That'd be good. Every cashew time. brittle. I have, no I have no problem with yeah. cashew brittle. Cashew peanut brittle. And my dad loves this too. He gets it every year and enjoys it, yeah. and I do too. But. It is a tier two for me because okay. it's just not upper level of my favorite things. It's tier one. Like I, if, I, if I don't have that. if I don't have like chocolate toffee around, I'm like, oh, peanut brittle, next best thing. Mm. Toffee is superior. It, it is, but yeah. it's not on the list. It it should be, and but it's not. Bacon so peanut cancel. brittle is a is a lower tier one for me. Okay. Um, so you're still giving it tier one. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it tier two. Um, I I worry about this treat 
You some, worry about it? Yeah. I just like sometimes, about like your if teeth? It's, like if it's doing okay? If it's a little, is yeah. it because you had braces hey, for a long brittle. time? I, I, maybe it's stemming from the braces time. PTSD or braces. Yeah, because mm. if peanut brittle is too thick, it's not an enjoyable experience. Right. No. And no. if it's too thin, it Apparently, just kind of shatters. It's supposed to be less than one centimeter thick. That's proper peanut brittle. But I've had it too thin. And that, then it's just like, hey, mouth glass. How are we doing? Zach, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you're bleeding again. <laughs> Mm, my, my braces are mm. peanut butter. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mouth yeah. glass for Mouth. kids. Mouth noises. Okay. So uh, I, I give it a tier two as well. We open to day 18 and basically a staple of every stocking for your mom. It's lint linder truffles. <laughs> I like these. It's, it's for your moms. Oh, no. What I don't do you know mean? Why oh, I, no. I don't know why I gave myself this. Shh. Chocolata Fabrican Lint and Sprungi is the company that makes these. <laughs> They're more commonly known as Lint. Joel, is this my Christmas present? It Thank is. you. Uh, the Lint Lindor Truffles. You've probably seen them at Costco, but they are little uh, perfectly Everyone. spherical balls. Everyone knows what they are. Filled with... They're little death stars of oh joy. Oh, gosh. Yes, yes. yes they, <laughs> have the, they have the, <laughs> the Linden on them, yeah, right? <laughs> they totally do. <laughs> they do. Oh, but man. Do you guys eat the whole thing like a piece of sushi, or do you bite it in I half? I bite it in half. I alternate. Okay, yeah. but here's the thing that I find, and I can't explain it. I like the white chocolate ones best. But the, no really, matter, no matter what, knock the, it off. No matter, like the, I'm not saying they have to be in the fridge or anything, because you know they can. Yeah. But when I bite into it, the inside always is like cool and refreshing. Yeah, isn't that weird? And I'm like, wow, is magic. this magic possible? Yeah. Uh, there are a variety of delicious flavors, and each one has a distinctive color. Okay. Wrapper. But I'm going, if I give this as a gift, or I, if I get it as a gift, I just want the red milk chocolate package because what? it's consistent. If you get the variety pack, guess what you're getting? Extra dark. Who yes. wants this? My dark wife. peppermint, mocha, yep. yes. dark chocolate shell, no. orange chocolate filling, no. spice pumpkin. Oh, Those aren't real. No, that's no. What you, no, truly, it's just that's what you're pack. getting in the variety Can't, pack. No, no, no. It's the three pack. You also have hazelnut, peppermint, white chocolate, Irish cream, strawberries uh, and cream, blueberries and cream, caramel. lemon, raspberry, mint, vanilla, coconut, the, gingerbread, Neapolitan, dulce de leche, pistachio, and snickerdoodle. Those don't exist at Christmas. It's only milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. And hey, I'm guys, okay with all of those. Stay out of truffle this Christmas. This <laughs> So this generally, like you said, this comes from the neighbor who procrastinates the Christmas gift. And bless them for but that. But bless them, honestly. Yeah, bless truly. them for you that. You have two options. The Ferrero Rocher, yeah. which is like, I don't know if I like these. And the Lint, which what? is like, you're amazing. Like if I get these or the Ghirardelli squares, I'm like, I love you Fun so fact, much. Lint actually oh, yeah. bought Ghirardelli. Oh, it makes sense. Uh, back it, in it 19, is the same sort of chocolate 1998. Taste. And they also brought Russell Stover candies. Lint has taken over the world. Happily. Russell Stover is so bad, though. I don't know. Maybe they say we, we buy the company, but you still make your crappy chocolate. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I, tier one. Absolutely. Tier one. And it's getting a little sultry in here. <laughs> I mean, I'm sweating a little Ooh, bit. It's a lovely. I want to jump into the middle of a lint chocolate ball. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. We're okay, listener. We're okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Now we're to day 19. We were talking a lot about chocolate there. Let's continue on. But. When a chocolate maybe made it home, maybe it came from a tree in the North Pole, it's peppermint chocolate bark. Uh, peppermint slash chocolate bark. Oh, like yeah, it's yeah. Peppermint bark or chocolate I've bark. I've only ever had a ch- peppermint bark. Because mm-hmm. there is chocolate bark. Um, with sometimes some they're combined, top, actually. With like a Heath bars cra- uh, on top of it. Yep. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's dark chocolate, oh, white chocolate, yeah. and then the peppermint. I've just had the white chocolate and peppermint mostly. Yeah. William Sonoma sells these Ghirardelli Dove. Uh, Jelly Belly does a, uh, a bag where it's uh-huh. dark chocolate and candy cane jelly beans. Oh, knock it, it off. Peppermint bark recipe. Uh, and this hey. is this is like like peanut brittle, like a, a, a sugar glass. You bake it in the pan and then let it cool, and yeah. then you smash it up, like you know Breaking Bad style, right? And uh, 
Hey guys, enjoy this holiday treat where their bark and the bite are equally good. His bark is worse than its bite. What are the fun facts you got, Joel? <laughs> Not much except the fact that I love this and it's tier one. I will always be happy to get chocolate bark and peppermint bark, especially peppermint bark. So good with white chocolate. Zach? White chocolate and peppermint, addicting combo for me. Mm. Oh, I love this. I had the uh, tier one. the peppermint oh peppermint bits shake from, from uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Where it's like vanilla ice cream and the peppermint. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of this. And I was like, this is a good yep. drink. And Delicious. Probably low calories too, right? Certainly. I've never had good peppermint or chocolate bark. Have you had the, it? The chocolate is always plasticky. Have you had I like it? the little yeah. candy cane pieces. Can I like be. the candy cane pieces yeah. in white chocolate, but it's it's always tasted kind of just bitter. And so for me, bitter. sorry guys, it's a tier three. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, the base of the chocolate you is are, never good. No, you are far off base. You could have at least given it a tier two. This is chocolate. This is a solid chunk of chocolate. I'm really sorry. It's disgusting. <laughs> I know. I, I agree. That's why I gave it tier three. I think your bark what? is worse than your bite. I okay. See? I want to say that. Full circle. Opening the door to day 20. It's chocolate for your grandpa. Chocolate sticks. Orange, <laughs> raspberry, cherry. You And if you haven't seen these, you cherry probably Christmas. don't live around Utah because this is apparently fairly localized. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of like only Utahns eat it, but the Sweets Candy Company who makes these classic chocolate covered orange sticks uh, is actually... Uh, here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, they moved over here in 1900 from Oregon. They were there previously. Why does the candy box look like a carton of cigarettes? And why do the why do the it logs does. look like cigarettes? It does. Chocolate-covered cigarettes? Basically. Old little jelly rolls? That's kind of what they taste like. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> this is worse than a chocolate orange. Is it orange? because there's orange jelly in there? This is worse than a chocolate orange. The jelly. Okay. That jelly But center. do you still eat one? You see a little platter. orange-flavored. This is orange peel flavored. This is the bitter, acidic <laughs> horribleness turned into jelly form, which is this gelatinous horribleness. But you ever like suck the chocolate? And you're, no, because the chocolate the, is the jelly equally roll? as bad. It's really bad. These are so terrible. The orange version is the worst. Cherry, I was like, oh, well, cherry I might like. It's not that good either. This is terrible. A tier three. Maybe my worst tier three on the list. Eh, fruitcake's still out there. So I can't say that. I hate these. Hate them, hate them, hate them. I still eat one every holiday. Why? Because I see the open package and I go, you know what? You Maybe like one of those like monks time. that like whips himself. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I'm the villain in the Da Vinci Code, apparently. Yes, you are Paul Bettany. But uh, it is tier three because they are okay. never good. I think the raspberry ones are fine. I gave them a, a low tier two. Oh my gosh, Zach. <laughs> you like Fig Newtons and stuff, don't you? <laughs> they're fine. Okay. They're whatever. Fig Newtons are fine. No, they're are Newtons. garbage trash, Big, Big which is worse than trash. Garbage, garbage trash? It's garbage trash. <laughs> Big Newtons are sawdust. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Now, this is a drink that has some history uh, behind the scenes with Bacon Sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've uh, actually, confession, never had this. So obviously my scoring is a little skewed, but it gets its own song. We're wassailing along with wassail. Here we come a wassailing. We'd be hard pressed to find better neighbors. Because the cider. Or get this. Enjoy this wassail with no bad cider effects. Ah, I like that one. But there are bad side effects because this is terrible. Yeah. Uh, jumping uh, right out. We've said this many times. We have. But at the same time, we got to explain to people that this is a hot mold cider with spices such as cinnamon 
and cloves. Yeah, this was originated uh, and created by the drunk Vikings in the 12th century. <laughs> it actually comes from the old Norse word ves heil, which means from hell, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, no, it means be in good health or be fortunate. Well, it's it's funny you brought up hell because I feel like this is like the people that love Wassel, they're religious about it. If you start liking this stuff, you have to join a cult. The cult of Wassel. Oh, yeah. As far as cults go, it wasn't too bad. Cults or colds? <laughs> well, hey, if you have a cold, maybe this is good. Maybe hey, if you can't taste true. anything. Yeah, you need some like better. hot apple juice because they 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 used to make it and with you know cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, mold cider, mold, it, mold, mold. Oh, M U L L E. Although it tastes like mold, uh, <laughs> but they used they put slices of toast as sops on the top where it would soak up the juice and then they'd have a communal bowl and they'd eat the soggy toast out of it. By the way, in uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, uh, Crow and Tom Servo describe Wassel as skunky. Yes, that is true. Makes sense. That is true. There is a tradition involved with this where an ancient English Yuletide tradition was uh, going door to door and singing for wassail and then drinking it and then going to the next door. So this this combines three of my least favorite things. Cider, cloves, and going door to door. Tier three. <laughs> it's tier three all the way. I'm sorry, Marley. Sorry, Marley. I feel like I might like it more than you guys, but uh, I'm afraid of it because of what you said. So you've so. never had it? No, I've never had it. I might have to have Marley get you some. Yeah, I'm willing to try it, but I'm afraid of it because of what you've said, so I'll give it a tier three. So we agree it's a tier three, Yay! even with the caveat that Zach has not tried it. Bacon still approved. I feel bad we poisoned the well a bit, but I think also that... Wassel we'll poisons the well. Yes, exactly. Now we open day 22, and you know, this is just a fun, simple thing. Great activity for the kids. We're giving you sugar cookies. Sugar cookie. Uh, sorry, that's from uh, Making Fiends, if you don't know. but uh, No. Okay. Uh, sugar cookies, if you don't know what they are. That's kind of weird. Uh, they're cookies that you decorate with icing. Right. The they're icing oftentimes so shaped like trees. Those are my favorite. Sometimes Santas. Sometimes Originated reindeers. in the mid-1700s in Nazareth, Pennsylvania, where German Protestant settlers created a round, crumbly, and buttery cookie that came to be known as the Nazareth cookie. And that name really didn't stick, so they yep. called the sugar cookies. They're fun to make and fun to eat. Yep. Except for those weird giant sprinkles that are balls. Like they're like BBs. Oh, the metal ones. Yeah, the yeah. metal ones. Exactly. Yeah. Are they meant to be eaten? I put them on a BB gun sometimes, <laughs> and then they dissolve. I'd say without the frosting, these cookies taste like flour essentially. No, they got a nice sweetness to it. Well, depending on uh, maybe my More recipe than the butter is bad. Cookies. But the frosting sells it. The frosting makes mm. these, especially like the, the Christmas trees, like green. Frosting. Well, when you get to decorate them yourself, or even if you get like the really you know fluffy ones from the store. I yeah, like those two. These are the ones that you know you gotta like decorate them on Christmas Eve, leave them out for Santa. Like these are are really not too fun. many, not too many cookies for Santa, please. I mean, well, because not, they're it's not like his like glucose levels shoot because up. Because you use like the cookie cutter shape, like yeah. whether it's like a stocking or something, they seem like smaller cookies, so you can eat more and justify it. Mm. Yeah, I'm giving it tier two. I enjoy them, but I can only eat one or two basically. I'm gonna give them a tier two as well, just because they're the go-to standard, mm -hmm. and there is some variation in how they're going to like how wow they are sometimes right. they're just meh when they're good they're very good yes right. um, when they're bad they're mediocre they're, yeah. they're not they like, never get never bad horrible right. yeah yeah I'll, I'll also give them a tier two okay it is now day 23 and we're going to get you a treat that may also double as storage for your <laughs> ornaments when you're done it's a popcorn tin now the popcorn tin is one of those funny things that I was just—I I was trying to look around. I didn't find it, but I'm—I I was like, "How? How did this become a staple that you have? Cheese, caramel, butter. Those are the times that everyone gets. And when you say cheese, you mean like cheese powder? Yeah, cheese powder, caramel powder. powder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, butter powder. I mean, when, there, when there's a world where zebra popcorn exists, 
Why do you want this tin? It's, it's true. It's weird because it, you get the tin and it's separated, individual bags, and yes. then the little divider. But you're saying it's five dollars at Walmart, a giant tin, mm-hmm. right? You can snack on probably one. It's like Neapolitan ice cream. You're like, I like maybe two of these, maybe two of these, and then the butter one always kind of goes left for wanting. Question: Yes, do you guys eat them like in a mix all together, or no, do you eat them separately? One at a time, oh, very you, kosher. Yeah. Do, do you not remove the divider and shake it up? No. Yeah. Some that's perverted. Do. Yeah. <laughs> No, because the caramel one's not caramel very good. Caramel and cheese together. Mm. No, that's called Chicago style, I think they call it, where it's like caramel and cheese together. Yeah, never go back. to Chicago, by the way. <laughs> and I, no. I like butter popcorn. Like, if I'm going to eat popcorn, it's straight up butter popcorn. I never like the butter popcorn in these tins. It, it, it's it, never good. As no. far as popcorn goes, it is definitely not very good. Right. Um, so you kind of use it to cut the caramel if it's too much or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have had them both ways where you take the divider out and mix it up. Uh, but then once uh, Costco started selling the Chicago mix stuff, mm-hmm. that became irrelevant. And because well, the, the butter is lesser because the cheese is there. Yes. You have the cheese, which is boom, a flavor. And then you get the butter and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it smells Nothing. when you open the tin. too. Yeah. And I think the problem is like if you do put them all together, the caramel settles. So you got to keep them separate. And then you can control your portions. The which caramel is your settles? Though. Yeah, because they're heavier. They fall to the bottom. Okay. But which tin. is your favorite? I mean, it's cheese. the cheese because it's unique. Really? It's the cheese. Yeah. I'm going with the caramel. No. Really? Homemade caramel popcorn is amazing. It's the best thing you can eat. Yeah. But in this but tin. I no, go I don't like it in the tin. Caramel corn. It's too flaky. Uh, by the way, uh, I believe it is the Walmart ones. The Gourmet Gift Concepts is the manufacturer. Yes. Yeah. They said they sell 4.5 million tins every holiday season. It's a real trap because you'll be watching like a, uh, a movie over Christmas and all of a sudden you're, you'll be like, like elbow deep into one of these things and you're like oh wow i guess i really do like this <laughs> i give it a tier two because i will probably one third or two thirds never mixing though chicago but i like it i don't love it joel what do you get a reluctant tier three i oh okay I, it was the middle of the road but it mm-hmm. kept getting pushed down and i was like you know if i get this i really am only excited for the caramel portion because the the butter one like we said it's never quite as good right. and the cheese one is fine but it's not it's never great yeah yeah and that's and my you get thing. the cheetos dust on your fingers too yeah. these are a legendary part of christmas they're a required thing the tins are often very cool looking uh, they they are a good decoration and everything mm-hmm. but it, for some reason it is always underwhelming it should be better than it is so right. tier 2 for me as well now, finally, we are to Christmas It's the day Eve. before Christmas. It's the day before Christmas. Woo! The 24th day the of December. How are we going to op- celebrate? We're opening up the door, and I hope that hasn't been sitting here the whole time. <laughs> it's eggnog. <laughs> it's in the fridge. Okay. Uh, so eggnog, historically, has been known as uh, milk punch by some, or holiday sludge. Oh, holiday sludge sounds so good. Because <laughs> some people do have like a bourbon or a rum to it. Okay. Uh, it's traditionally made with milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg whites, and egg yolks which gives it its frothy texture. And then you put a little cinnamon and nutmeg in there. I'm glad you guys saved this to last because my best pun is for eggnog. It's oh not boy. very good either. Oh, no. Uh, but if I'm going to give this to someone, you can give it to anyone because it's just a holiday treat. And I would say, whether you're Christian, atheist, or agnostic, Oh, God. Happy holidays. <laughs> Agnostic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bow. That was, that was good. I like I'll, that. I'll give that. I'll give uh, okay, yeah. so I need to know. Yeah. How do you guys drink your eggnog? This is very controversial. Okay. Um, okay, so you have a little quart of eggnog. Mm-hmm. You have a like big the tall green, glass. The green paper yes. one from the store. That costs four twenty nine. You have a big <sighs> glass. What do you do? You have stuff in the fridge. 80% eggnog, 20% milk, sprinkle of cinnamon. Ooh. You got cinnamon on hand? Yeah. 
Fancy. It already has cinnamon in it. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more. Boop, boop, boop. 20% milk. Is this like 1% milk? Just cut it matter? a little bit because then it, it doesn't quite stick to okay. the roof of your okay. mouth. But you put the milk in first because you need to. Otherwise, the milk sits at No, I actually, it's very entertaining if you watch, like, uh, you give like a good fast pour of eggnog. There's always like a bubble that comes up. When yeah, you, when you say entertaining, yeah, yeah. Fun, you're oh, quite bored. Fun fact, this is actually... The holidays <laughs> are boring. <laughs> this drink also is called an egg flip because of how the practice of flipping rapidly pouring the mixture between two pitchers. To mix it, that's how they did it. Okay, so you're doing what they did, Zach. So, Joel, how do you prepare? Uh, I drink it straight up. Whoa, take it easy. But, but let's hear me out. I do like uh, what do they call it? A single? Yeah, like it's just like it's not the full cup. It's like a I like how the cup. most of the world drinks this with alcohol. Yeah, and I'm calling you crazy for drinking straight eggnog. No, I, I, it's like a treat for me. It's not like I'm drinking this like with my breakfast in the morning. It's uh, like I get a little bit at the bottom of my cup and I kind of just sip at it. There are times where I'm like, oh, I miss lunch. You know what? A giant glass of eggnog's gonna have <laughs> yeah. to do, and it feels like On a, a smoothie. warm day. <laughs> I am similar to you. I do, though. I do about twenty-five to thirty percent because really? I, uh, my, uh, I'm quite Jewish, <laughs> and so I like to preserve the eggnog yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. And I do milk first, and then I do the eggnog, so it's it mixes up a little bit it's better. It's actually fun. On the night of recording, so just earlier tonight, mm-hmm. uh, my, my six-year-old stepson, we're having dinner, and he decides, hey, can I have some that eggnog? Because I have some eggnog in the fridge right now. And we're like, sure, maybe try it Because you don't know if kids like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like my dad put egg, like, like watered-down eggnog in my bottle as a baby, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But So he's like, he tries it. He drinks this whole cup. Yeah. And and he like keeps going, keeps going. And and we're like, oh, he might like it. He sets it down. We're like, do you want some more? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so he's drinking egg yolk. Yeah. He, he was confused. He well, didn't like it. Because it's very sweet. It, but it's it very it, rich. And the texture well, and the egginess of it. And, yeah. they, and they did. They used to use raw eggs in it. And even though, you know, the, the chances of eggs having salmonella are relatively low, but the consequences are so high. People are very cautious about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They pasteurize the eggs now. And a lot of uh, man, mass manufacturers use gelatin now instead of eggs. Well, yeah. they use some egg, but not as much. All right. To thicken it up. Sure. Uh, by the way, this is also, I mean, the egg, term eggnog has been used since like 1700s. It was originally, it came from a drink uh, called posset, which was a British drink. It was a hot milk that was curdled with wine or ale. And then they started getting eggnog and it was used as a medical treatment for a while uh, to treat colds. Do you guys ever drink eggnog out of season? Well, so it depends on when you define season. Because I start drinking eggnog fairly early, but I specifically get what the, November first, the pumpkin spice eggnog. Gross. Yep. I will. I, it's fine. I love it's fine. it. I love it. Get out. I, I always tell myself, I'm like after New Year's, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna buy eggnog in like May and enjoy it, and, but I can't bring myself to do it because you have to go there with like a trench coat, yeah, and hat, and brown paper bag. <laughs> so I look forward to eggnog. This is the first thing I celebrate Christmas with. This is the holiday season introduction. This is the top of the tier one for they, me. Oh, wow. It's straight up tier one. This, uh, by the way, they, they came out with Halloween eggnog. Mm-hmm. And I saw it and I was like, yes, please. Halloween themed drink. And I started drinking in October and I just went, this feels wrong. Yeah. This is regular this eggnog. With, it's like a black you and white box. And you were pushing it back. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. 53.5 million bottles were purchased of eggnog. Were purchased in 2019. Americans spent $185 million on eggnog. But we are down. The consumption of eggnog is down. 42 percent since 1969 come on people less and less people are drinking this kent you want to know why because they don't like it i do though it's a tier one. Yes. Oh, i was like no this can't. is and the funny thing is my dad 
hates this. Still. He hates okay. this drink. This is like, he will not allow it. The game was, back in the day, if we could sneak a carton of eggnog in the shopping cart. We were at the grocery store with him. He wouldn't even let you buy it? No. If, but if we could sneak it in the grocery cart, if we got to the checkout counter and it was in the cart, he had to buy it. <laughs> so we'd like put it in and he'd get like, we're going down the cereal aisle and be like, wait, what's this? And plug, and like, put it back because he caught us. But if we get it to the end, we could buy it and drink it. But now that I'm in my own house, I can drink it whatever I want. Is that why you drink it straight? To like rebel now? Yeah. It's like, Look, dad, I can do whatever I want. My father wouldn't let me drink. In your shot glass. Swirling it around. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I do enjoy it. It is in moderation. This is not something I can just drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. Uh, I'd say a giant glass a day. There is. I, I just had to be cautious because there's, there's cinnamon and nutmeg in this, which gets dangerously close to my pumpkin spice not sure. liking. But there's no cloves. So this is a clove-free, beautiful mm-hmm. zone of eggnog tier one. I am Tastes like Christmas. About halfway through my third half gallon of eggnog already <laughs> oh, this season, because, like I said, I do. I've I've had two half gallons of pumpkin yeah. spice eggnog, and then I'm like just doing a regular one right now. Uh, obviously, I love this. It's it's awesome. I have one glass a day, um, usually in the evening, and yeah, it's a tier one for me. We agree. I yeah. think that's the it's only a tier one miracle <laughs> we've agreed on. There are two um, others. Yes. So Mercy. Let's, let's talk what we agreed on. Real, okay. Real fast. So we all gave a tier one to hot chocolate. Yes. We all gave a tier one to Lint Linder truffles. Yes. And we all gave a tier one to eggnog. Beautiful. Mm, uh, that's honorable mention. We all gave a tier two to sugar cookies. We, all right. We makes did sense. Cookie. And then we all gave tier threes to fruitcake. Yep. Spice drops mm-hmm. and wassail. Yep. All fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. Now this is what we do here on Bacon Cell. We we do this so we can give you the guide of what you should think. <laughs> I actually totally agree with that. Thank you, Joel. Uh, (laughs) But we want to know your thoughts. We've done this with 24 different treats. Eight tier ones, eight tier twos, eight tier threes. And the tier police. uh, Everything's good. Yeah, we good. All right. Perfect. Yep. But we want to know your thoughts, listener. And do we miss any amazing Christmas treats that you have that you're like, oh, I can't believe they didn't talk about this. Let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know on Twitter. We're there. We're listening. We want to see your tears. And uh, be creative if you want. And hear your tears. And hear yes. your tears because you, we didn't put toffee on the list or right. something. Uh, yeah. Toffee would be so good. One. Yeah, 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 it would be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But before we go, we have some patrons we'd like to thank, including the I Am The Listener tier, where we have Adam and Rachel Crump, Alicia Bass, Allison Gall, Babs, Bacon Council member Wannabe Kyler, Braden Winterton, Casey Cummings, Glow Daniel, Jake the Cooler King Swallow, Jennifer Kilkowski, Lady Terry A. Finley, Sir and Madam Hicks, Rocky and Steph, Scott Sprague and Shannon West. Then on our Bacon Council, we have Beaker, Dead Chris Walking, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Mots, Nicole Postal Elf number 29 Hale, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Reverse Listener, Ryan and Marley Farron, and Stephen Ross. I see I did it in a different order. It was alphabetical this time. Good job. Thank you, patrons. In any order Zach puts you in or I put you in or Kent puts you in. Happy holidays. We appreciate you. you. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform Saturday nights at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. If you want to sit down for 30 minutes and tell me about your favorite Christmas treats and maybe get a haircut and give me some money. And a soft handshake. Vi- yeah, the, no, firm <laughs> handshakes only. Uh, visit blakesbarbershop.com to schedule an appointment. 
Also, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can do so at Tumbling Mustard on Twitter and Instagram. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. Go ahead and like that Facebook page as well as follow on Instagram and Twitter at Bacon Sale. And make sure you keep an eye on that because we may be doing something fun over our little holiday break uh, like we did last year. So again, follow us on social media. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale. Once again, we have new merch. Merry Merchmas. Merchy Christmas, whatever we called it. <laughs> we Both work. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, stop by again. We've got new designs. There are Christmas specific designs. You'll want to get those right away uh, because again, with shipping and everything, you might not get it before Christmas. So get yourself a new T-shirt or for some or one for somebody in your life. That or you a love. hoodie because it's cold. Hoodies because they're cold. I honestly think the uh, the sweater design on a sweater looks really cool. Mm-hmm. So you should get that. tpublic.com slash bacon sale. And then if you like what's going on here and you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get access to all sorts of fun things, including bacon bits. We only have uh, one more left for the year. Oh. Uh, but you can listen to the most recent bacon bit where we talk about well, what we did on Spotify this year. And it's, it's <laughs> apparently really bad content. So visit <laughs> patreon.com slash bacon sale to find out. So until next time, guys, I would like to go out and carol with our friends. Uh, let's sing that classic song, but we're going to replace it with eggnog, shall we? Here, Here we, we go, go and eggnogging among the leaves so green. I did kiss my wife, by the way, after that show. So just Gross. Knock it off. At least once. I'm nothing if not inattentive. Gross, Joel. I'm from a rough part of, of Utah, so I make it into a weapon of the holidays. And then it's just the taste of being done with your Mexican food. Either one. It's blue, okay. right? It's blue, right? I'm happy. No. Shut up, kids. They, oh, I get the ganache. Sometimes I, ganache so is ganood. As we all know, like Europe doesn't really have any taste buds. Yeah. So I, I like food that has a self-imposed limit. Oh, Just listener, open your eyes. If you're driving... Open your eyes! I should have put a disclaimer before. <laughs> oh, no! Shame on you! Their blood is on my hands! <laughs> These remind me of the grandma I never had. None of these are good, Joel. Lower your expectations. Guys, Joel, just like you, these pretzels aren't naughty. Because they don't have knots in them. It's a straight pretzel, Joel. This is your gluttonous month, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's face it, wouldn't it be my gluttonous month? Of course so you guys did. have agreed every, every single time. Because we're yeah. right. They're tier one for the table Love? slamming alone. You monster. Who hurt you? Chocolate and orange hurt me. I can commit any crime now because I have no fingerprints because of making hard candy. Hey, mouth glass. How are we doing? They're little death stars of oh, joy. Here one, and it's getting a little sultry in here. <laughs> I mean, I'm sweating a little bit. Ooh, a lovely I want to jump into the middle of a lint chocolate ball. <laughs> no, these are garbage trash, which is worse than trash. <laughs> That's mean. I'm gagging. Because of Wassel. I feel bad we poisoned the well a bit, but I think also that... Wassel poisons the well. Yes, exactly. Do you not remove the divider and shake it up? No. Yeah. So that's perverted. Do. Yeah. You have the cheese, which is, boom, a flavor, and then you get the butter, and it's like... Now, this is what we do here on Bacon Cell. We, we do this so we can give you the guide of what you should think. <laughs> also, if you... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>